Recorded live. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you back to the Softball Zone radio show. It's presented to you from the Softball Zone forum. This will be episode 35. Our final episode in 2014 was episode 34. It's been, we've been on a little bit of a nine-week uh, hiatus here uh, during the holidays. Today's date is February 3rd. And we're open the chat board tonight at 7.30, and the show starts around 8. We're running the show. We're changing the format a little bit this year. We're going with a an hour-long show. We might let it run over sometimes when we're really busy on a topic. So anyway, I see that Crystal is on board, and I see that John Kelly's on board. How are you two guys? How are you doing? I'm great, Ricky. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing well. Happy New Year. Hey, same to you. Crystal, I think Crystal, I think we're getting some back feed from your phone. Mm, I'm not sure how you would have uh, try that. Is that better? Nope. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, no, I still get a lot of background noise. Can you hear the background noise, Crystal? Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it through my speakers, through my phone speakers. Okay, John, can you hear the background noise? Uh, I can't now. Sounds good to me. Okay. Hey, Crystal, now, let me say hi to you one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Are we better hey. now? Yeah, I, I think it's better. I think it's okay. coming along. I, I, I think Jeff was having a little bit of issues trying to get on there for a while. I don't know uh, what was going on with him. I see he's finally showing he's probably getting on there. Hey, Jeff, did you finally make it on? I did. Sorry, I was uh, had kind of an unexpected call, running a little bit late. But uh, hi, everybody. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Here. Now we know. Hey, of course, we. I'll oh, go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying hi to everybody. Well, of good, course, good you be, know. Good to be back. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I, I don't hear no back feed. Uh, but anyway, I'll go ahead and I'll continue here. Um, of course, it's a softball zone radio show, and uh, we'd like to let everybody know that, hey, you know, you can participate in the show. During the show, we have a, a live chat board that we always open 30 minutes before the show. And uh, if you want to ask comments or questions of the, any of the guests or any of the hosts are on the show, we uh, welcome you to do that. If you want to become a little bit more interactive on the, sh- the show, you can call 724 724- Four 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 seven four four four, and the show ID number is three five six three nine, and uh, we welcome people to participate if you get a chance to. So I mean, everything's getting ready to kick off. Um, college softball. We're only six days away. I think is the first. Uh, I think is officially when D one softball season officially is underway. Six days from now. So we were going to. Oh, I got it yeah, there's some games that start. Uh, I'm going to go through right kind tonight. of a schedule for the Ohio teams, but uh, there's teams that are starting, uh, yeah, like tonight or tomorrow, and uh, most of the Ohio teams start here on uh, on uh, Friday. Oh, okay, yeah. I was just going by what uh, the what they just tweeted on Twitter that it was six days away from the official the official first uh, day of opening season. So whatever that means. That's what I was looking at. But, you know, we've all been off for a while. Uh, see, uh, I know Crystal, John, and Jeff, you guys have all been off for quite a while. And, 
you know, we haven't had to show on for nine weeks. Uh, um, took a little bit of time off. Turned out we needed to take time off anyway. Well, I didn't know it at the time when we did, but uh, I was in for a life-changing event that I was unaware coming down the road. And uh, anyway, let's try to catch up our listeners a little bit with what's been going on with everybody. Jeff, what have you been up to for the last nine weeks? Uh, well, I've been looking for a job mainly, doing a lot of networking, and I've actually got a couple of uh, part-time opportunities. I'm starting one of them tomorrow. Uh, but I'm also a uh, highlight of uh, of my time off was over um, Christmas break. I had rented a beach house down in uh, uh, Clearwater Beach, Florida, and uh, all my kids and uh, my two grandkids and everybody was there. We had a uh, just a wonderful time for a week here. The week uh, it was the week after Christmas, the week that New Year was in. So. That was that was my highlight. So now, uh, now of course, uh, you know we're talking about that. Everybody is aware of Ohio State football won the national championship. Which who didn't think that was going to happen this year? I mean, I actually <laughs> thought they were going to win it. Even I, I thought as long as they get in, I thought they would win. I I, I didn't believe all the time. Sometimes when I watch the games, I'm like, this team is really this good. But as it continued, and they steamrolled in, and they basically, I, I, you know, it's funny. They manhandled about everybody, that was anything they throwed at them. And uh, I was actually surprised at how good they play. I know this is a, this here is a softball show, but anyway, I just wanted to talk about that. Crystal, what have you been doing for the last nine weeks? Same stuff I've always doing, driving kids around. <laughs> Um, yeah, just driving the kids around, and actually we're getting ready to move into a new house here in a few weeks, so I'm looking forward to packing. I love packing. Um, but, yeah, other than that, really nothing exciting. You like, you actually enjoy packing, or I guess that's supposed to be a, a sarca- um, sarcasm, right? Yeah, apparently I didn't lay it on thick enough. <laughs> yeah, that was totally sarcastic. <laughs> and John Kelly, what have you been up to for the last nine weeks? Uh, let's see. Uh was back in Orlando for the third time in a year for yet another showcase at the ESPN Wide World of Sports. My sixth cross-country tip of, of the year. Um, that was great. We brought in some uh, our younger girls back there, some 14-year-olds, and they were facing some pretty good 18-year-old competition, so good opportunities for them to be seen and um, get some of the jitters off playing in a big showcase. Um, Probably for me, the biggest thing is uh, I just took the reins as a high school varsity head coach. I swore I wouldn't do that, but I'm doing it at a high school out here with a pretty good reputation uh, of winning and uh, kind of fell into place. We've got two Division One pitchers to be. So that's kind of nice to take over a program like that. It's got some pitching. And um, I've been up to my eyebrows, which I never realized uh, how much you have to do in high school, <laughs> in addition to getting all the approvals out here with uh, within our district here in San Diego and and all the, all the hurdles you have to jump and then putting together a budget. And we're knee-deep in fundraising now. I was hired so late. I don't know about where you all are from in Ohio, but in California there's not much money for the school's athletics, which is a whole show in and of itself nowadays. But uh, we're uh, uh, going to be trying to frantically raise some money to to bring the girls' softball program up uh, to snuff. And I'm uh, our first uh, day for tryouts is February 21st, so 
I haven't got much time left to figure it out, but uh, that's what's going on to that. My daughter are going through her first snowfall in Virginia. We're going to be in college back there. She's uh, <laughs> dealing with some weather issues, and uh, otherwise, it's going great. When does the uh, high school season start in California, John? When, when do you actually start playing games? Uh, we have trials 21st of February, and we have uh, we can start scrimmaging the week of May the third or March the third rather. And mm-hmm. we have a big uh, a, a county-wide 40-team tournament starts on Monday, March the 9th. So okay. we'll get in about 30 to 35 games, depending on on how far we go in the playoffs. But we'll we'll be uh, getting going pretty soon. So you guys actually, Jeff, that's actually a lot more games. They seem like they get to play a lot more games than the high school teams play, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, the high school teams here can play. Uh, uh, well, they can play twenty. I think it's twenty-seven. Yeah. Yeah, plus plus the state playoffs, so they 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 could play as many as thirty-three, but you know, most teams. And then with the weather and everything, most teams around here are, are likely to lucky to get in twenty-five games, counting the playoffs. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I, I never. I mean, this week right now it's like you know like eighty degrees out here, so you know we don't we don't normally get a lot of games rained out, but maybe back. In your part of the country, the girls play. Like when we get in, other than March, and we play tournaments predominantly, once we get into April and May, we just play two games a week. And I know in a lot of places in the country, to make up those games, given a compressed period of time, you'll play three or four games a week. We don't really do that after March. Yeah, I mean, I I know that some high schools, uh, you know, throughout Ohio and some other areas, are really having a tough time with their softball programs, and some high schools are actually trying to find a way to get rid of them. Uh, they're trying to get rid really? of the girls' softball, yep. Because why? Cost? Well, yeah, that's what they're saying. The cost. They say the cost compared to um, what they're taking in, plus the fact that it's taken the other sports that are involved, and a lot of girls that play play more than one sports. So there are some schools that are actually talking about discontinuing softball programs in their school. Uh, not here locally, but I, I know I won't really go out and say, because I know that I'm sure the A&Ds don't really want that word out about their schools that they're talking about doing away with you know softball. But if they do, I'm sure we'll all hear about it. But anyway, I, I've been uh, uh, me the last nine weeks. Like I said, I actually had an event happen to me that actually kind of caught me off guard because I really didn't consider myself that bad out of shape. I mean, I'm pretty hard worker, exercise. Um, I mean, the only bad habit I had was I smoked. I mean, that's really my only bad habit. I always that correct, followed a good diet, I exercised, I did all the stuff you're supposed to be. And Lord and behold, it was uh, December the 6th. I think that was when um, Ohio State... Uh, uh, won the the game to go into the championship playoffs or yeah yes yep <laughs> I was sitting watching the game and and the game was over and we was all pretty happy we were at my son's house watching he's got a super big screen I I don't know how big it is it's as big as his wall and we watched the game on there like I was feeling fine I come home smoked a couple cigarettes on my drive home got to the house got out my car. Uh, moved some trash around and walk upstairs uh, to my get on board on the computer because I had some stuff I had to do, to, uh, some work I had to do online. Sat down. As soon as I did, bam, it felt like a Mack truck hit me in the chest. And I, 
Unfortunately, I had a heart attack. I didn't have the heart attack right then. I was on the way to having one. That was my first sign. It took about 30 minutes to get me to the hospital. Once I was at the hospital, I'd been in the hospital about 30 minutes is when the heart attack actually happened while I was in ER. I was already hooked up to everything so it could shock me, bring my heart back. Everything was ready to go. And, uh, you know, and I had a heart attack. And that's changed some things. I was very lucky. It, was a, it, it turned out since I was at the hospital at the time it actually occurred, since they already had me on nitrostat, they had me taking aspirins, they had me on blood thinners, uh, they had me hooked up to a device to shock my heart. So if anything were to happen, they could put it right back where it needed to be. Because everything was ready when I actually had the heart attack, I was able to have what they call, I was at the very bottom spectrum of a heart attack. And, uh, you know, uh, it happens. And I, I've, and even almost all my family members, like out of anybody in our family for you to have a heart attack, they were kind of surprised. And like I said, I only had one bad habit. I smoked. And if anyone tried to take my cigarettes away from me, I would beat you up. Right? <laughs> but I'll let you know that December 7th, I had a heart attack. I haven't had a cigarette since because my doctor told me this way. He said, said, Rick, you're very lucky. You had a very mild heart attack. You hardly have any damage to your heart. And in six months, with all the exercise and stuff we're putting you through, the medicines you're taking, we expect your heart to be 100% back where it should be. They put a couple stents in my heart, uh, in my veins, and they did have to shock me. That, that actually hurt as bad, I think, as the heart attack. Just being shocked to that because my heart was in AFib. But... I was in hospital a few days and recovered, and like I said, I was very lucky. Uh, the only thing, reason I'm telling everybody this is if you get chest pains, okay, don't just think that it might just be something like indigestion or gas. If you really have severe bad chest pains, get your butt to the hospital. It could mean the difference between you being able to live many, many more years or not making it. So, But, yeah, I, I really... We'll say one thing. I do miss my cigarettes, but I don't want to be that sick again. So, but I wanted to kind of update everybody on the show. Um, you know what happened to me. Uh, I haven't really talked much. I think there were really very few people that even knew what happened to me. Uh, a lot of people don't know me real good. I'm actually when it comes to some things, I'm very private and don't like to share that kind of stuff uh, with people. But you know, uh, everybody that's involved in softball knows me and knows me. You know, knows a lot about me, and quite a few people had already called me and got a hold of me and said they had heard I was sick and wanted to know what was going on. I think I, I'm pretty. I don't know who actually knew that was on the show, as host or co-host, but I know pretty much all my friends knew and people that um, you know I remembered. And, and you know, and like I said, I I'm still in recovery. I won't be able to re- go return to work till March 11th. So that's what's going on with me, guys. So, and I appreciate the. Uh, the God blesses and all that stuff to you guys. So, thanks. So we're de- we definitely were thinking about you. You know, I know uh, Crystal and I were talking, you know, chatting back and forth. It's like, have you talked to Ricky lately? And it's like, I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen anything from him. And no, me either. And and uh, we eventually kind of kind of found it out in that. And then uh, you did uh, let me know then too. But uh, been thinking about you and glad you uh, glad you came through it and and. Uh, uh, I'm glad I'm glad you actually quit smoking. I know it is hard and that, but uh, it'll just be one more step to, to, like you say, reduce the chances of you getting sick again. So uh, we're glad you're here with us, and uh, we 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 wouldn't 
we wouldn't know what to do if we were leaderless here, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. well, you know, everybody someday has to leave, right? You got to go. So I, I just would like my, you know, like I told my son uh, and my daughter and my wife, I would like, I would love to be around for another, you know, 20, 30 years if I could be and I'm healthy. But everybody in my family pretty much knows how I feel. If I'm not healthy and I'm not very, and I, I'm pretty active, uh, if I can't be active and stuff, I, I really wouldn't want to be hanging out. So, but that's just me personally. That's my beliefs. So, so Chris, you, some, said you you quit smoking. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yep. Crystal, you you used to smoke. Yeah. Yep, I did. I smoked for you know? a lot of years. <laughs> and you quit? Did you actually go cold turkey too, or? Yep, I did. I actually um. I remembered it was October 5th. I drove my husband to the airport because he had to go out of town on business, and I had one cigarette left in my pack, so I saved it for dropping him off at the airport, and I smoked it on my way home, and I haven't had one since. Yeah, I'll um, tell you what. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Crystal. I still would like to have a cigarette. I really would because I really enjoyed smoking. But, you know, I wasn't the type of smoker that, you know, I was aware of my surroundings and people, and, I, you know, I wouldn't smoke, like, uh, around people. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I may have smoked by with Jeff when I was up there doing a the tournament, not during the game, but I don't know if Jeff ever seen me smoke. Not. I always walk away from all the kids when I smoked or I'd go to my vehicle because I, I just didn't think that was a very good message to send to the kids. You know, it was my habit, and um it's funny because some of the people that I, I go in and do exercise with at the heart uh, rehab center um, to get my heart back to 100%, um, they say, oh, yeah, you know, my doctor says it's okay to continue smoking, blah, blah, blah. I said, ain't what my doctor told me. My doctor told me if I don't quit, I'll be, I'll be spending a lot of money with him over the next 10 to 20 years is what he told me. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, you know, if you quit smoking, you'll, be, you'll get away a little cheaper. So, but... Uh, yeah, I tell you what, a lot of people used to smoke. In fact, it's funny, I was going to make a comment because someone put on the softball zone there about smoking, it's time to quit, and I'm like, oh, blow, blow, you know. I I get tired of that. I think if a person is a, a smoker that doesn't bother other people by smoking, that's funny since I smoke, people will ask me, do I mind them smoking around me? And I'm like, no, that's fine. I find out as a form of cheating. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just, I know a lot of times when you're around people that quit smoking, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're going to smoke that cigarette around me. You know, oh Lord, you know, don't light that thing up. You're going to, you know, me, I'm like, do you mind if, no man, put that, part that bad boy, do two of them at a time, get some smoke coming my way. Because I haven't had one since December 7th. But I think my real challenge is my smoking will come. March 11th, the day I return to work, because then I'll be faced with, you know, all making decisions all the time, all day long. I, you know, I'll make 45, 50 decisions a day, uh, maybe two crucial ones or three, uh, maybe have at least one meeting a day. I think once I get back into that routine, um, you know, I, I, I don't know how I'll do. I hope I can be strong and make it. I think I can, but we'll just have to wait and see. So anyway, Jeff, I know last year we used to do the strikeout and home run, and that seemed to be a pretty big hit and um, seemed like people liked that. I didn't know. Did you have anything for prepared for that for tonight? You know, I, I don't on that subject, but I do have a lot of stuff to talk about around the uh, the college softball season starting. So whenever you want to get to that, we can 
we can do that. Uh, okay, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, before, let's go ahead since this is, and, and, and just to let people know, this is probably going to become the regular format for this show will be that we will always come back on. We'll take about a nine week. We're going to do this the way we're doing it right now. We're going to do it next year too. Um, we're going to take nine weeks off during the holidays. I think that's just take off for November right before Thanksgiving and come back around right before college season starts and always start to have a preview, a preview show. I have a lot of information too. It's going to be quite astounding the numbers where girls softball as far as television coverages went. Um, clear back from, I think, 93. So, and, but anyway, why don't we go ahead and let's kick this thing off. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to turn this over to Jeff. And Jeff, we'll go, he's going to run down and give us some information. And we're going to start the college preview show now on the Southern sure. Radio Show. Yeah, so uh, as, we, as we mentioned earlier, the, uh, the college softball season is basically starting up this week. Um, you know, I've, I've looked at uh, quite a few different teams. I'm going to talk more specifically about the, uh, the Ohio-based teams, but uh, there are some games. I think John mentioned there's some games maybe starting like today, tomorrow, uh, but quite a few teams uh, of the 1, 2, let's see, 4, 6, 8, 10. I think there's 11 uh, D1 teams in Ohio, and nine of them actually start uh, start this weekend and two, two start the following weekend. Um, before I talk in more detail about the Ohio teams, I just want to talk a little bit about the uh, – uh, the national rankings. There's kind of two rankings that are out there. One is the the USA Today, uh, which which is also which is actually comes from the NFCA coaches. There's also an ESPN poll, and in both both of those polls this year, uh, Florida is uh, is uh, which is the defending chance from last year. They are favored to uh, to win it all again. They're the uh, pretty pretty resounding uh, number one pick. Um, they ended up last year uh, again. Uh, uh, they were 55 and 12. They've got 14 uh, returning letter winners coming back. Uh, they got two of their top three pitchers and like three of their top four hitters coming back, and uh, they are the the favorite. Um, the number the number two team is actually uh, is Oregon, who actually finished uh, third last year, tied for third. Um, and uh, I think Oregon. Just on paper, from what I've read about them, I think they're gonna they're gonna give uh, Florida all they can handle here. They've got uh, they re- not only do they return all three of their pitchers, they they also brought in uh, uh, Jerry Ann Glasgow from Georgia, who was uh, you know a, a real good pitcher there. Her her father was an assistant coach at Georgia, and I don't John probably knows more of this story than I do, but my understanding is that. Uh, uh, the Georgia staff might have had some issues because he's real involved in, uh, in the in the pro fast pitch uh, or, uh, league, and uh, might have had some some conflicts with his schedule and that. So he ended up leaving there. I think he went to Texas A&M, and uh, and then his daughter ended up transferring to uh, to Oregon. And and also on Oregon is uh, Jenna Lilly, uh out of North Canton Hoover. Uh, she'll be a freshman this year, and she's expected to be a a big contributor there too. So those are the top two teams in the country. Uh, Alabama, which finished second uh, last year, they're they're supposed to be third this year, and actually uh, Oklahoma's fourth. So a lot of familiar names there. Uh, if I look down through it, there are there are no Ohio teams uh, ranked in the top 25. No surprise there. 
uh, Michigan out of the Big Ten is is uh, is which finished tenth uh, last year is predicted to, to be uh, uh, in the preseason pool. They're eighth this year. Um, and then let's see if I look down through there. I see Minnesota at fifteen, Nebraska at eighteen, um, and those those are about the only the only schools from this from this part of the world here. From the uh, um, Kentucky is, is ranked number six. They finished sixth last year. So uh, just a little bit of information about uh, kind of the, the the poll for this year. In looking at the uh, Ohio schools, um, uh, Ohio State's starting this. So they start this Friday. They're playing in a in a tournament in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, they actually play Southern Illinois. Their their first two games. Um, four of the teams are actually starting indoors. Um, and in fact, I might I'm, I might be able to get to see a few of these games. Uh, uh, Cleveland State hosts inside their dome uh, in downtown Cleveland every year. They they host a, a tournament, and of course they play there. But then uh, Toledo and Bowling Green are both starting there as well. Uh, actually, Toledo plays uh, CSU the first game. Um, and the, the dome, for any of you that have never been to, I know Crystal's been there, but uh, Cleveland State puts this dome over the top of their soccer field uh, during the winter. Their teams practice down there. They, um, I actually coach down there. Right? I coach a lot of the high school teams in the area playing a winter league there. And it's a really nice facility, really uh, – Obviously, artificial turf, uh, but it's a, it's a big facility. Uh, other than the right field lines, it's, it's a full regulation field. Um, and um, again, Toledo, Bowling Green, and, and Cleveland State all start down there this weekend. Uh, Miami actually starts this weekend too, and they play, they actually play out in the Chicago area. Uh, this total control uh, uh, tournament that's in uh, Rosemont, Illinois. Um, Penn State doesn't start until the following weekend. They actually are going to be playing out in San Diego, though. Um, Akron starts in Florida this weekend. They have, their first game is actually against Michigan State. Um, Wright State starts uh, next weekend out in Tucson, and they actually their first game is against Arizona, which is ranked uh, 14th in the poll. Uh, Dayton starts this weekend. They're playing at uh, Kennesaw State, which I believe is a Florida tournament. Uh, they play them first game, but their second game is against Tennessee, which is ranked 13th in the poll. Uh, Youngstown State is playing down in North Carolina. Uh, their first game is against a uh, team out of Maryland. Um, and I also put down here uh, uh, Louisville, even though they're outside of Ohio. Uh, I think we most of us know that uh, Bowler's dad on the uh, on the poll, his his daughter Brittany Duncan is a uh, is a senior with them this year, and. and uh, uh, they're playing out in Las Vegas, and they actually play uh, UC Davis um, uh, their first game this weekend. So, you know, D two, the D. So these are the D one teams. The D two teams, some of them start uh, later here in February. A few start in early March. Most of your D three teams are starting uh, in early March, and they usually start with a spring break trip somewhere down south. Uh, in terms of the Ohio schools, just one other note I uh, just wanted to make was uh, uh, Ohio University, uh, which you know won the um, the MAC tournament last year in advance to the uh, um, uh, to the World Series. Well, not to the finals, but to the uh, to the tournament. Uh, they are favored to win again, uh, not only the MAC East but the but the MAC tournament. Uh, most of their top 
players return, including uh, their junior pitcher, Savannah Joe Dorsey, out of uh, Grove City and Central Crossing High School. And then uh, a lot of you know uh, Bink 44, Lee, Lee Piles. His daughter, is, uh, Dakota Piles, is, is a senior. She also went to uh, Central Crossing High School, and uh, she's on that team as well. So just a little uh, information in terms of kind of the, both the rankings this year as well as the uh, kind of where the Ohio teams are, are at. And, and, again, it all starts uh, it all starts this weekend. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the kickoff of the college season. Uh, you know, I don't know if a lot of people wear this, but the when the National Hockey League, okay, they went on a strike. Does everybody remember when they went on a strike? Yep. Yeah. It was sure it was actually it was actually the best thing that ever happened. And a lot of people might not be aware of this to girls' college softball uh, coverage they could ever ask for. In fact, the, to be honest with you, every girl that plays in Division One school should be sending National Hockey League players a Christmas card every year because when they went on strike, they opened up. There was a, a thing going on when that happened. ESPN, okay. Because of that, they had a big void. So they started looking at other sports and started looking at their numbers. Well, what they noticed is that the softball community was growing and growing and growing in the fan base, as well as you know how what they're actually looking at ESPN. They actually look at households who actually will watch the game. And um, what ESPN did, that's when they started to really ramp up and that was like 2004, I believe, or 2005, around there when it happened. Because just to give you a rundown, in 1996, they they only did three games of the Division One Softball World Series tournament. They only did three games. They did the semifinal and the championship game. The next year, they did the two semis and the championship. They did the same thing in 98 and 99. They they didn't like what they were seeing number wise and numbers weren't there for them, so they went back there only doing the semi one semifinal game and a championship game, and uh, 2002 they did the same thing, and um, 2001 was when they finally started popping up a little bit more only 11 games, but when we get to 2005, that is the year I do believe that the National Hockey League was on strike. They upped it to 23 games. Well, in 2005, um, one of the things that happened, they they ended up actually surpassing um, viewership for uh, games, uh, a game uh, doing 23 than what the hockey was doing as far as, you know, per game. They did 4.175 million. Now, here's where we're at today number-wise, okay? ESPN is really, really amped up and really – you know, they're going after this big time. They're going to pick – they're even talking about doing Division Two schools now. Um, so I tell you what, this is a really exciting time in softball, and here's why. You go back to 1996, okay, there were only 415,000 people watched the uh, Oakland – either the championships or the semifinals. Now, you got – okay – Last year, there were 38,150,820 viewers that watched the softball tournament. That's outstanding numbers. Well, because of all these numbers and, and the Nelson ratings and everything else, softball, 
I'm telling you, it is is really growing and taking leaps and bounds right now. But here's what everybody needs to do. We can't just sit back on our butt. Okay, if you're a true softball patriot and a fan, if you really love the game of softball, you can't sit back on your butt. You need to be tweeting about games. You need to be putting games on forums, talking about games. The more media is out there, that's one of the things that ESPN actually looks at, believe it or not. And I didn't realize that until I started digging deeper and deeper that they actually look and what they do is follow up because they want to see how many people talk about the game after it's been televised. It's kind of like, you know, everybody, uh, everybody, uh, and I'm sure I'll just aim this to John Kelly. Um, you know, everyone wants the Super Bowl. What does people usually talk about the day after the Super Bowl? Well, they they talk about the commercials. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, they talk about the commercials, or they'll talk about the a play, play in the game. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's what we need to do as followers and fans of girls' fast pitch softball. We need to make sure that we're talking about it. And any social media forums, I mean, I actually was digging in. Believe it or not, they actually look at my form. I was going through looking at what they uh, places they look at as uh, for uh, uh, media. And, and since we did the bracket thing last year, uh, they had went through that thing and looked at it quite a few times. And um, so, you know, all the stuff that we need to do, if we really want softball to keep growing – and we need to talk about it. And that doesn't mean just in between each another. We need to get out and be posting that information out there and talking about the games. That's what we need to do. Now, if we do that now, I'm telling you, right now is a pivotal point in girls softball. I, I think this thing can bust loose. I mean, it's ready. Everything's – a lot of people are getting – it's hard even the major leagues numbers are going down. And girls softball is on, is on an upswing. And we need to drive it. So if we individuals don't do it ourselves and make sure we're taking the time to drive it, when ESPN and all them come back and start looking for, you know, to make sure their branded names are being mentioned and said in the media and talked about, then the girls' softball road series is being talked about or games are being talked about, then numbers will drop where they'll say, wow, we need to go back to something else. But, you know, and also, everybody, I'm sure a lot of you, everyone's aware, especially people on the show, Jeff and Crystal, I know, Jeff, you're aware that, you know, pros just had another team in Dallas Chargers. I'm really excited about that one. Yeah, I had heard that they were, yeah, it was an expansion team, right? Yeah, yeah, it was an expansion team. But the thing is, I, I think that team will do really well. I mean, you, uh, the pride does really well down south as far as for attendance and stuff like that, and that's because of where they're at. I kind of think this – it kind of be interesting to see how they do, but I also want to tell everybody, listen, <laughs> if you're going to – if you really care about girls softball and you want to see it grow and you want to see something there down the road and down the future more than what there is now, make sure you get out there and talk about it. Now, it's funny. I just posted a thing on OSC, but evidently I might not have stuck it on her right or did something wrong. But – you know, we're getting ready to start doing away with uh, double users, fake users, and all that. So, like, if somebody comes on and just they're a user, uh, you know, and they're not really contributing anything, we're we're going ahead and taking them accounts out. Um, you know, this past winter was actually kind of phenomenal because I thought the numbers would be down on the forum this year. 
and maybe I just show you the softball wheels going the right direction to grow. We actually did better this past winter than we've ever did as far as traffic and uh, and stuff like that, which I actually expected would be the opposite after the crash. So would you kind of surprise Jeff to, do, to see how the form was doing overall during the winter? Because it seemed like it was a lot more busier than it usually was to me. Yeah, no, it, it seems. Uh, yeah, it, it seems about the same to me. I mean, there was a, uh, there was, it seemed like there was a pretty fair amount of activity. You know, it's always it's a little hard to judge because it is it's definitely seasonal. I mean, there's not as much activity obviously during the winter as there is, uh, you know, when we're in the middle of our season here. But uh, but I thought the, I thought the activity was real good. Yeah, Crystal, I, you know, I, Crystal, you might have actually been on form more than I have been. Uh, I mean, I get on it every day, but. Uh, it seemed like to me when I looked at the numbers every time I turned around and looked and see what the numbers were doing that we were actually doing exceptionally well on the form uh, during a time where traditionally the forms almost did. Well, I, I think I think you had one particular user who um, happened to draw a lot of views <laughs> on his post, so I, I'm sure that didn't hurt the numbers at all. Um, yeah, I mean, it didn't seem as slow as it did the last couple of years, at least in the off season. And now it's starting to, you know, kick back up even a little bit more because everybody's starting to get ready for high school. I mean, the kids get to report here in a couple of weeks, so you know, the teams that have coaches anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we had a uh, average demon there, uh, which you know he actually gets on here. He might even be on here right now, but um, he basically had come to a roadblock and wanted to and using his account and want me to delete it. And I basically said, I won't delete your account, but what I will do is I will ban you from using it from now on. That's what I will do. And uh, just just leave it at that. I actually thought it was a very good um, thing to leave up in the uh, – um, gosh, I can't remember the name of it. See what happens when you have a heart attack, you start forgetting things. No, I actually <laughs> forgot stuff before. What the heck, man? But in the penalty box, and uh, he was like, he didn't really want that. He wanted to everything deleted, all his messages removed. And I said, I, I I didn't talk to the person. Actually, he had sent me a message, actually more than one, um, and wanted to uh, um, have the stuff completely removed. And I told him instead of doing it that, let's look at it this way. Okay, you may have made a mistake what you did, or what you didn't feel what was right, or maybe you got caught, whatever. But I think this serves as a good example of maybe what not to do, you know, because there was a lot of good things I thought that he did, you know, or her, she did that, you know, brought uh, more people to get involved in conversation and stuff on the forum. But the problem with that was as soon as one good one would be out there running, then there'd be three bad ones, you know, it just didn't make, <laughs> make sense to me. But well, anyway. I'm I'm glad you left them up because you know what? If if you're going to be big enough to say something, you better be big enough to stick behind it. So you know, you put it up there, you own it. Yeah, I mean, actually, yeah, that's one of the things I I, I started doing is now when you become a member, you know. Well, first off, I'm sorry, you know, here here I go rambling on about something, just getting carried away. Uh, John, did you want to add anything to our college preview show? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, two things. One, I'm going to be up at UCLA watching UCLA Notre Dame on Friday. It'll be fun. Yeah. We have some girls playing at Notre Dame, and uh, so it'll be a pretty competitive matchup, I think. Second, and probably it's something we 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 can do on another show. 
But during the time we were off the air was the annual NFCA convention in, in Las Vegas. I did not attend it, but uh, was able to read the minutes and get the gist of the of the convention. And there's been a move on for some time now by the college coaches to change the way recruiting happens. And so I think we're going to be in for some changes coming up here in the next year. They're talking about doing things as radically as ending verbal commitments, uh, being able to allow colleges and families to commit in writing a national letter of intent after the sophomore year. Uh, they're trying to limit the amount of uh, recruiting being done in the fall, which would have a big impact on the number of showcases being done. And so a lot of different things that are on the table. And of course, the NFCA is not the NCAA, but they're sort of an advisory um, entity to the NCAA. So I think there's a move on with as much as softball is getting bigger, and I agree with what you said and, and you know, what Jeff has said about you know, the, the additional excitement about college softball, that there's a price for that. And that is, you know, we see it. I mean, we, we took seventh graders back to Florida for a showcase, you know, and the college is recruiting kids who are in seventh grade and eighth grade. And it's becoming a, a prospect where the coaches don't have any personal lives because they're on the road recruiting a lot. And so I, th I think there's going to be some fundamental changes here. You know, there is, there is additional pressure on the coaches. Now that there is more money coming into the sport, more television, there's more pressure on the coaches. The Division One coaches I work with, a lot of the top ones, they definitely feel the pressure to win. The kids feel the pressure. Uh, so I guess that comes along with being a bigger-time sport, not quite basketball or football, but it's getting more exposure. And, uh, but I think, I think, again, for a subsequent show, perhaps I'll, I'll be able to do a report on that. We'll talk about the proposed changes uh, that the NFCA has come forward with for recruiting that's going to affect everybody, from the colleges themselves to the kids to the parents and coaches and all these tournament directors as well. So uh, that's definitely on the horizon. Okay, Crystal, did you have anything you wanted to add? I mean, I, I know I got carried away there, and I, I got to uh, watch myself sometimes, you know. I, I tend to do that. So I guess I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> no, I'm just excited. There's a whole bunch of college ball on TV this weekend. So, you know, I, I'll get nothing done. No packing, no nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I'm sure everybody can tell in my voice that I'm very excited. And, I mean, you know, these are kind of things that I talked about back in 97 and 98 that we had to do as people involved in softball to make people, you know, want to watch softball. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the sport's grown a lot over the years and uh, and everything. But, I mean, you know, these are things I've been looking forward to and happening. And, um, you know, of course, you know, I also have other reasons because it actually makes the form a lot more busier too. I mean, the more stuff's going on softball, the form's more busy or more active, and, and you know that's all good stuff. Now, I I want to thank Jeff there um, for preparing that information for the college preview show. That's our first uh, girls college preview softball show we've ever had, I believe. <laughs> I don't believe we've ever done that before. So, but, in, but anyway, a couple of things I, I, I did want to kind of talk about. Then we want to talk about one thing real quick, and then I'm going to go to John Kelly. I don't know. You got any tips for tonight, John, you wanted to throw at us? You can think Absolutely. about that. 
Okay. Well, one of the things I, I've done, I'm changing how you can become a member of the forum. Um, now, when you actually sign up to become a member, that's not good enough. Okay, what I'm doing is when you sign up to become a member, I'm sending you an email. Okay, and basically the email that I'm sending to you talks about the website, talks about the form, and you have to reply to it within 48 hours to complete your membership or you're not going to be a member. Uh, one reason I'm doing this because this way it's going to keep me from getting double users. It's going, and go, what, the biggest thing I'm watching for is fake users. And I actually was able, and I've done some updating. I've been learning a lot about the software since I've been since I've been working. Um, that I've actually figured out how I can track somebody's ISPs by multiple accounts, and when I see them sign up again for using another name, I can X them out and say, "No, you're not welcome to join." And I've already done that twice, and at least one of them, everybody already knows who that is. And <laughs> but the thing we're doing is, we're, I'm sending emails to you. Uh, when you sign to become a member, you have to reply to it. And, uh, you know, I might even change up the message and ask you where you're from. Uh, what I'm trying to do is I want people to become members of the forum that I actually want to contribute to the forum and be and take part of the forum and be part of it. I, I just don't want people to come on. I, I'm kind of getting tired uh, of dealing with the headaches, I guess. And, and I found out something else ever since this has happened to me, and, and I don't know if it's because I quit smoking. I have no temper no more. My temper is done. I used to be a really had a long. I had a lot of patience, and I had a, you could you, you could just bug the crap out of me all day long, and not even bother. Now it's like, watch out! I might bite your head off. So, <laughs> you know, if you're going to become a member of the forum, okay, you're going to be a member of the forum to be a contributor, or just be a watcher. But you're not going to come on and try to run the forum and make it look like it's your show or your game. You know, it's here for everybody. And the community is what makes the forum drive. I think this is a good step. Uh, I think it's a step in the right direction. I think it probably should have took this sooner. And, uh, you know, I really have noticed a big difference in the quality of the members I'm getting right now. And another thing, too, I, I just want to say this one time. A lot of people don't understand there's a lot of college coaches that troll the, the softball zone forum. I'm not talking one or two. There's probably like at least 90 to 80 80 to 90 range, you're on here on a regular basis. If you're on there talking about crap and the stupid stuff on there, and they see that, God bless your daughter. Because I'm just telling you, they're out there and they're on the forum and they use it and they're pretty active in it. And um, so, you know, when you post stuff, you might want to make sure you realize that the whole world's watching you. So I don't know. What do you guys think? You think that was a, actually something else? I'm actually thinking about posting a, um, a thread up in the forum um, to ask people what they think about some rules and guidelines. What what did they think would be a good thing? And since we don't really have no strikeout or anything tonight or home run, Jeff, Jeff let me ask you, if there was one thing you could see the, the forum do or, or not do, I mean, what would you like to see? Hmm. Let me think about that for a second. That's fine. Crystal, I, I tell you what, I, I think getting rid of people with two and three usernames is almost one of the best ideas that I ever come up with. Mm, I I agree, I agree. Now, I will say, though, that um, sometimes, because like, I'm on a couple other forums, too, and sometimes I wonder if it wouldn't be a good idea to make, like, just a, one generic username, give the whole forum the password, so that, like, a, an anonymous name, so that, like, if they have an issue that they want to ask a question about, 
but they don't want, like, say, their team coach or somebody else finding out that it's them asking the question, that they can do it without fear of repercussion. Well, you know, that's actually interesting. Believe it or not, somebody actually wrote me an email asking me why we can't have an anonymous user with, you know, that can post. And see, that really just, if you did that for one, that wouldn't be bad because I can actually actually have it where someone posts something and I know the person's name, I can actually have it where it will either text me a message, tell me a message has been put up, or it will just email me that message. And right. I can ex- I can actually read that message and see, okay, should that uh, message be allowed to be posted or not. Um, I don't know. I-, I think something like that might be interesting to do. And just because you brought up, I thought that was kind of you know, interesting that I've actually received an email about that. That was actually one of the things that, uh, AG, uh, Apogee Demon said that one of the reasons why they wanted to discontinue that account was because somebody else had their password and it was right. being used by more than one person. Now, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of funny, but if you get a message from someone saying, yeah, I would like to leave my account because someone stole my password, well, how, how do I really know if it's really you? You know, I heard that rumor. <laughs> I heard that rumor actually this past weekend. We were talking about it at Spano Dome, and uh, somebody heard that it was uh, there was like a conglomeration of like three guys who all shared that account. So yeah, it, know. you know, it, it may have been, but I think I, I do believe that they went over the line quite a few different times on a few things, and and, and here here's where I sometimes have a problem is, you know it. it Sometimes it makes it look like to me from looking at the form, it looks like to me that you're trying to ruin the form and not help it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some of the things you do, like when you chase away some of the people that's been involved in the form for years and they don't even want nothing to do with the form, that's not really what you want to do. I mean, I know people not even really involved with softball are still members of the form, right? They right. still use it quite often. And they're, they're they're trying to help people or people know they've been around forever. But, you know, that's actually a pretty good idea, Crystal. Uh, um, that kind of falls in line with uh, what AG was doing anyway. What do you think about that, Jeff? Just I just kind of want to get yeah, that point. You know, it actually reminds me there was a there was a thread recently where a couple people were talking about. Um, it might it might have been an Apogee uh, uh, started thread, but they were talking a little bit about uh, you know it, on the one hand you want people to be able to ask questions and learn things. On the other hand, you know, um, you know, we, we, if, you know, to the extent that you're saying, hey, there's coaches on here and there's, you know, if you start posting, you know, garbage about other people and stuff like that, you know, uh, you know, where do you draw the line, you know, on the kind of the political correctness and, and, the, and people being able to ask, you know, quote, stupid questions. I mean, if, you, if people are afraid to post, that doesn't, that doesn't help the forum. Uh, so... So it is something definitely to think about, and I think what Crystal's saying, you know, you know, you know, does does make sense. Yeah, I, I see some benefits to that, especially if it could be controlled. The biggest thing you'd have to do is you definitely have to come up with guidelines because, uh, you know, if you didn't have any guidelines. But then again, you know, I tell you what, man, I sat down and tried to come up with guidelines so many times and just watch them get pulverized and stuff and. You know, and then you go back and try to re-figure out what you want to do or what you would like to do. But 
Anyway, well, we'll, that's, we'll talk. We'll think about that. That's actually a good idea. I might actually post that as a pool, Crystal. Okay. Or Crystal, you might even want to post that as a pool. I mean, post that as a pool and ask that question, and then maybe post uh, what kind of rules would you want to have on it if you. I imagine what would be funny about that account is here would be the problem if it all it take is one person to change the password. Right, and then everybody that had it couldn't use it. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, though, sitting here thinking about it, and, and I'll I'll message you with it or email you with it. But I'm thinking about it. I think I have a way it could actually work. So I'll I'll, I'll message you. Okay, that's fantastic. Okay, well, hey, uh, John, you've been on there, and uh, we're gonna go with John Kelly. Uh, he's a new high school coach, by the way, and uh, and uh, he's been a uh, on the show for uh, I think John, you've been on with since we started the show, so. He always yes. comes and gives us mental game tips, so we're going to go ahead and let him go and give us the mental game tips of the week, or let's say the last nine weeks. Oh boy, that's a, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll make it a little quicker tonight because uh, we're, we're kind of running out of time with the one-hour show, but um, one of the interesting things about this high school job is that you have to take um, an online test or course, actually, that's put together by the... NFHS, the National Federation of High Schools, and, you know, it's a long test, about a 10-hour course to go through and different periodic testing during the course of the different sections, but it kind of brought up some interesting points and some different viewpoints in terms of how it, how to get the most out of your athletes, and, and I kind of want to gear this to the, the parents listening or the coaches that are coaching younger kids. Maybe they're anywhere from 6 till 12 years old. It could be first-year 14, second-year 14s. We all know how difficult this game is to master. I often use the analogy of, you know, climbing the stairs to mastery. It's a sport that takes a lot of time. And there's a lot of days you take two steps backwards and instead of taking one step forward. We all know what that's like as parents and coaches and even former players. But one of the things they brought up in this course that I want to share tonight is the difference between what they call um, – technical versus tactical skills. And softball is a game that requires a lot of repetitions to be able to become proficient with the technical part of the game, whether it's hitting mechanics, throwing mechanics. Uh, We had a a combine in our facility last Saturday, the group that puts on our, does all of our conditioning, EM, uh, they did a a pretty cool combine. We had all of our kids in our organization, about 170 going through and getting their speed, you know, a 20-yard dash or 60 feet, doing shuttles, working on their vertical, what their vertical uh, uh, jump was, speed of their throwing, and then exit speed off the bat. And you look at that, and those are all things that most kids can do, but it's, it's sometimes the basics of the game that we need to teach the kids that are harder for them to get. And so often the young player's confidence is really shattered or it's really limited, or it goes through lots of ups and downs, because they themselves or their parents or their coaches expect too much of them. There's a certain learning curve for any skill. I think it's often been, I think it was, it was Malcolm Gladwell or somebody talked about, you know, needing to do like 10,000 hours of a certain task to be a master at it. And so I just, you know, encourage parents and coaches that are listening to this show tonight to think about the the technical skills as, as taking time for a kid to learn and not to have expectations and be impatient with them because 
you know, oftentimes, particularly if we played the game, and I was guilty of that when my daughter was very young, trying to teach them the nuances, teaching them what, what is the tactical part, teaching them strategies and teaching them how to turn the double play and how to adjust to a girl that's going to slap and work on different strategies on first and thirds and rundowns and back picks and all this stuff. And the, the challenge is in trying to introduce too much too soon to younger athletes. And you're going to blow somebody's doors out mentally and emotionally trying to push too much strategy and too much tactical stuff on if they haven't gotten the fundamentals down to the technical part of the game. So I encourage you to look and see whether it's a team you're coaching or your own child. Uh, look and see where they are on that ladder or on that staircase of their technical uh, talent level. And in softball, you can be great doing one part of the game and not quite there a different part of the game and allow them to uh, learn the technical part of the game uh, with you as the adult being patient enough to help them understand they're not 18 years old or they're only eight. And you're watching the college kids on TV, why can't my team do that? Well, they're not either cognitively developed enough or they haven't had enough of those reps to really master the game. So the message tonight is simple because the technical and tactical skills are so much different Recognize where your athlete or your team is. Give them the patience. Ramp down the expectations and their expectations, too, because so often kids want to emulate somebody else. You know, why can't I dive in the hole and make that double play when you're 8 years old or 10 years old or 12 years old? You're not going to be like your 16-year-old sister or the kids you're watching on television. It's a great goal to have, but the operative word here is patience, and patience and more realistic expectations will help to grow and maintain confidence any younger athlete that will be a much stronger foundation as she goes forward and keeps climbing those stairs. That's the mental tip for tonight. Hey, we appreciate that a lot. Does anybody have any questions or follow-up with John on the mental tip of the week? Okay, now it's interesting. Someone, 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 appreciate that, uh, John. Appreciate sure. your mental tips. Now, since you're doing high school this year, uh, you you probably have to play some games on Tuesday nights when we do the show, won't you? Uh, well, we play at three thirty, so we'll go up at three thirty till five thirty. Actually, our league games are Tuesday nights, but you know we just take a week to week. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Well, I appreciate it. Hey, anyway, somebody posted on the forum uh, something about the rankings. Uh, I've actually been working on a, a back end system to actually do it on its own. But unfortunately, um, the way it works is really not going to work inside the form, and I don't really want to do it outside the form. I want everything inside the form where it's, you know where stuff can be taken or basically ripped off. So uh, anyway, the big reason is I don't really have anybody who wants to do the rankings on the team this year. No one's usually what happens is someone will send me a message saying, "Hey, uh, we want to do the rankings for this age group or that age group," and uh, you know, no one's come forward to say they would like to do that yet this year. If anybody does, uh, you know, we'll most likely have a team pool, um, you know. But uh, I might just put it up and see if anybody wants to try to do it. But I know right now that I do not have the time to do it. So that's another reason I'm kind of glad we're going to a one-hour show. I, I don't really have the time um, to to do all the stuff I was doing um, last year. I was just working way too much. So I haven't even, as far as, like the different users in the past. I forget who – do you remember, Jeff, who actually started? 
I forget who the first person was that started doing the pools years and years ago. Um, uh, was it Ringer? I don't, I don't know. Was it Ringer? What? Oh, yeah, it might have been Ringer. Was it Ringer? Yep, that's who it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was Ringer. And he ran that and did a great job with that for years and years. And then finally he kind of just took a backseat. I, I mean, um, I, I think ever since uh, Quaker Man's been gone, Ringer didn't have nobody to mess with anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's throwing it yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, uh, um, you know, it's funny how many people that, uh, you know, they're on the forum that you meet throughout all the years, I mean, you know, and all the different names and usernames, but, you know, it's kind of funny when you sit back and think about it um, and everything. And we were talking about this uh, the other day that, you know, started to form years and years ago with the concept and an idea. And, uh, you know, I, I think the form now is better than what it was before the Christ myself. Uh, I mean, personally, I do because there's more good information to be found on there. And uh, I don't know, I'm still up in the air on the rant and rave section, if we should have really done that or not. I'm still kind of like, eh, I don't know. Um, I think the camp, Camps Clinic and Instructional Opportunities was actually a very wise to put it up the way it is because it's always it's actually getting hammered. Yeah, I've actually seen 80 people on their time now. Even though you might see 80 people in that forum, there are probably about 20 that are actually what they call like bots that actually are like from Google uh, uh, Microsoft, all the different search engines um, have the little bots to travel around the internet and dig information. So when you type in something, you can find it. So, well, anyway, guys, hey, look, uh, I'm glad everybody was on board. Remember that we're not going to, we will actually end the actual live show, but the chat room will stay open for 30 minutes after the show ends. So we'll close the chat room down around 9 30. That way, if anybody wants to talk about anything, has any ideas we can, and it's not on air. And uh, anyway, hey, uh, thanks for being on board tonight. This is Softball of Zone Radio Show. My name is Rick Moorhead. I'm the host of this show, along with Jeff Baker. Oh, you know one other thing, Jeff? You know, we really haven't picked up a third, and I wanted to mention that. We have not really brought up a third a championship game to do this year yet. Yeah, not yet. I, no. Um, you know, I, I was, I'll circle back to you. Somebody had, had thrown out something earlier, and I want to see if that one was dead or what, what the story was on that one. There's actually two different ones I was thinking about, but uh, I'll talk with you about that offline. Have you guys yeah. maybe thought about seeing if you could do a racers game? Oh, man. You know, I, I actually would be up for doing it, and I, I don't think I would have no problems uh, being allowed to do one. I think I, I don't think I would have no trouble since I've had a very good work, uh, working relationship with all of them up there. For years, I, I actually think that'd be fun to do. What do you think, Jeff? I'd I'd love to do it. Let's do all the games. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because you live right there next door. That's because you live right next door. My God, I I guarantee I'll start smoking again. I've had to drive back and forth that far just to do their games all the time. I'll be bored. <laughs> but, I want to do the away. I want to do the away games too. <laughs> You're such a goofball. <laughs> so, but anyway, I mean. You know, we had uh, the one over in Pennsylvania, and, you know, you and me talked about it and where we should do it or not. It was just going to be cost us too much money to go over and do it. We had to travel. Uh, most likely had to use a turnpike. I mean, it was just going to be cost us a fortune. You know, I emailed uh, the individual host and told him what we would take for us to come there, and that was the last conversation we ever had. <laughs> okay. 
So I always say you mentioned money, right? And it's conversations usually end for some reason. But anyway, okay, well, we're going to end the show for now. Everybody say good night, and we're going to get out of here. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. I'll see you next week. Good night, guys. All right, good night, everybody, and this is Softball Zone Radio Show, and the chat room will be up until 9.30. Thank you.